0: are so excited we are here to finally talk about the fall harvest films uh the hallmark fall harvest films for the hallmark use podcast and uh amber's here to uh, get very fall festive Woohoo!
1: hi guys
0: yeah so uh this was a lot of fun uh, watching this we had six films that we we're gonna talk about and uh would you what did you think overall of this slate of films of this, this season theme?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty good, but I don't think it was the strongest season Hallmark has had in Hallmark movies. Don't hate me for it, but I feel like it was pretty good.
0: Okay, fair enough. I realized watching these is that I wasn't really somebody who watched a lot of these off-holiday <laughs> um, movies. But I tended to watch the Valentine's ones and the Christmas ones. Uh, but not a, not a lot of these other ones. So this was kind of a new experience for me. I don't have as much to compare it to uh, in in doing the Instagram things. I I kept trying to come up with movies, and there were just so many that I had never seen uh, that I either had to see or uh, you know had to put TBD on because I hadn't seen uh, a lot of these uh, fall or or uh, summer or whatever films and so you know it's kind of interesting that way i do think that this was definitely stronger than the summer nights
1: it was yeah it was better than summer nights as a whole i would agree
0: yeah so all right well we're just gonna get right to it we're gonna talk about these six films and uh, give sort of our thoughts and please put in the comment section your thoughts on these films if you're watching or listening we would love to hear your feedback and so the first one was probably actually the one I was the most excited for, because I love the premise. This was Falling for Vermont, and I love an amnesia story in a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Like, that just sounds so great to me. And this one is, when a best-selling author decides to escape the media frenzy, her plan goes awry when when she's caught in a thunderstorm and crashes her car. This was the theme throughout all these movies. Almost all these women crashed their cars.
1: Yeah, um, I'm like, okay, let's stop doing stereotypes about car crashing, but it's fine, it's fine. Yeah.
0: So this was the most dramatic of the car crashes, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they had an injury. The others were fine. Yes.
0: Right. And uh, so found wandering with no memory and no ID, the town doctor and a single dad Ooh. offers of his guest house until her memory returns. But as she blends seamlessly into their family life, she must decide if the life she's been living is the life she wants. Stars Julie Gonzalo and Benjamin Ayers. So let's talk about this uh, story, I guess. The story of it. Did, did you like it? Did it work for you? What did you think?
1: Um, it was not my favorite. I'm going to just say that. I, you're like, I love amnesia stories. And I'm sort of like... Pfft amnesia stories <laughs> nothing's gonna ever be as good as overboard so why even try so i'm a little i'm a little bit like mm, i don't think so but i do love a like writer escaping their troubled fame thing that's always uh-huh. fun yeah
0: that can be good there's been a couple of good ones with that i don't know it's just so over the top and ridiculous like amnesia is so <laughs> ridiculous and so i don't know it just makes me makes me laugh i guess and i enjoy it so uh i i thought that the premise was was really good it's so ridiculous though i mean even for an amnesia story it's like the fact that they didn't find her car like till way into the movie it's like How far could she have possibly walked? I mean. She's a a wanderer. A restless wanderer. Really? Yeah. No, these are not the sharpest tools in the shed, these cops. I mean, really?
1: Yeah. And And here's the thing. I also, I don't like these movies with amnesia people where they're in relationships that they just completely forget about because like, oh, sure. They don't know they're in a relationship, but I know they're in a relationship and I know that they're essentially cheating on their boyfriend. I, yeah, get and real, like, I get real grumpy about it. The boyfriend
0: wasn't a bad guy. Like, no. he wasn't a, a nice guy. He was like her manager and, and like and, a good
1: manager, very competent. Type.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was kind of awkward. I agree. That was sort of awkward. And yeah, so there were some some just story problems. I mean, the idea that she would have no ID and all that stuff, it's just a big, a big, uh, big kind of pill to swallow. But all that could have worked for me if, if I had bought this couple and it had been sort of cheeky and funny and sort of self-aware, I guess I I think I could have bought it because uh, I love the melodrama in these, like when they're really over the top and silly. And, and to me that makes it more fun. I'm not looking for realism in my Hallmark movies. <laughs> and, uh, but I just didn't feel with the two of them. I didn't feel the like chemistry. I didn't, I don't know. It just didn't, work for me. And I, I saw Julie Gonzalo in the pumpkin pie wars, which is one I caught up on those last couple of weeks. And she was great in that. she had great chemistry with her co-star in that. But for this, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel it between them.
1: Yeah. So I like them both individually. I agree. Yeah. Um, she was on Veronica Mars, and I mean I didn't like her character on Veronica Mars, but like that wasn't her fault. it was just like her character's fault <laughs> just because of how she played into you know the main relationship of the show um anyway but um i so I just didn't really yeah, by their chemistry or maybe I was just the whole time being like, "You have a boyfriend, and he's fine like i was just I wasn't very happy with them,
0: yeah, and she didn't really seem like much of a writer. Like she, I don't know, she seemed a little too ditzy. For, and I get she has like head injury, but uh, <laughs> I, she didn't really seem like a writer to me.
1: Also, but I guess writers
0: have lots of different personalities.
1: When she was helping the girl with her play, I was like, that play is stupid. Get a better play. <laughs> I was so mad at how dumb the skit was.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so. so how many crowns would you give this one?
1: Um, so I gave this one 2.8 crowns. So like it wasn't good enough to be a three, which is like just standard. Like I don't expect anything for it, but it wasn't like horrible so that I wanted to die. So
0: 2.8. 2.8. All right. Uh, so I would give it 2.5 because uh, I don't do the as much the in between like you do. I just yeah, do quick I, I just 5s. like
1: fancy numbers. <laughs> but like I feel I feel the points that they get so it's not just like it wasn't like
0: (laughs) the the lowest for me that i've seen since since i started watching them fairly regularly for this podcast for me was summer in the vineyard and i guess at home in midford were my two lowest uh but uh really like i think of was it as boring as summer in the vineyard (laughs) no it wasn't as boring as summer in the vineyard and then the uh the uh perfume movie that one was i really didn't like that so those are like like, that's my low bar it's not a one crown or two crown it's two and a half for me so there we go for falling for vermont
1: i think that's fair so um i was thinking that we would start doing this thing where we'll say if you like this movie then you might want to try this. Or, like, let's say you wanted to like Falling from Vermont, but you were just like, boo. (laughs) Um, You might want to try watching something else, kind of like it. So my suggestion for this movie is if you like – The idea of her being an author who is trying to escape media frenzy or whatever, you should try watching this little movie called We Love You, Sally Carmichael. It stars Christopher Gorham and Bitsy Tolak, and it is really cute. It's a little Mm -hmm. independent film that was filmed in Utah, and Rachel and I went to the premiere, so we're pretty much in love with it. So (laughs) check it out. It's really cute and fun. Yeah, and if you want to see an amnesia
0: one that's pretty good, I would watch the Hallmark movie Smooch. It's it's really cute about another character that gets amnesia, and they do that, that really well. So, okay, the next one that we're going to talk about is Harvest Love, and this uh, is a widowed surgeon visits her family's pear orchard in hopes of taking a break from her overbooked life and reconnecting with her distant son. She starts to fall for the farm manager, Will, who is growing a new hybrid pair. It teaches her the importance of her heritage. Stars Jen Lilly and Ryan Peavy. And uh, so I I really enjoyed this one. I admit that it is very by the numbers <laughs> as far as the story. <laughs> We've seen this many times, basically, in uh, Hallmark movies.
1: But I just... I mean, we basically are going to see it again in two movies, but it's fine. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> And, you know, you've got the, the, the doctor of Denlo, the the female doctor professional who goes to the country, at least this time it's not her high school boyfriend, which is the typical, uh, but you know, they have kind of a cute car accident (laughs) or car, car incident. And, uh, yeah, he's sort of the sign, the scientist farmer. He's trying to get this pair. Scientist farmer
1: is really in this year. (laughs) Yeah no
0: really like uh yeah the uh, the scientist farmer the hybrid trying to craft the perfect wine the perfect flower the perfect you know it's, it's it's a thing perfect pair and and so anyway i, admit I think that, that they it's very by, by the numbers pair. sorry was that
1: i said and i think they are the perfect pair <laughs> yeah.
0: so i love Jen lily this is one thing i have come to realize because I loved all three of her films this year. And I have to say, I think this is the, my least favorite of the three.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I loved Dash of Love, that's my favorite of the year so far from Hallmark. And uh, I, I loved E Play Love, it was so good I thought. And then now this. And I, I just, she's so great, <laughs> I just love her. I, she's so warm and she's so, like I would watch Days of Her Lives just to see her. <laughs> Because I like her so much. I just find her so warm and lovely and wonderful. And so for me, that goes a long way in me liking this movie.
1: Yeah, she's she is undeniably adorable. He is so handsome. <laughs> um, his other Hallmark movie is Unleashing Mr. Darcy, which I know you like. Yes. And I will just say that I don't want to tell you how many... I gave it because you yeah. will be um, offended, <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed them together. Their chemistry yeah. was so great, yeah. And um, I love the little kid. That's her son. He was a cute kid. He did a good job, and I liked them all three together when they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're going to be a cute family. Yeah. So I was pretty excited about it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really fun.
0: I mean, there were a lot of really cheesy moments, and. Like, please teach her how to like pick the pear. You know, it's like this is a doctor. She's not a pick a pear. Like, and and like the montage with her like making all the cobbler's.
1: (laughs) I love I love a good cobbler montage. Um, Not as much though as I do have to say. I loved the scene where they were dancing in the moonlight.
0: That was so good.
1: It was the best. I was just like, you know what? Every movie needs a silly dancing scene. Every movie.
0: Yeah, it's almost like the the really close intimate dance is almost like sort of second base almost for a Mark movie. It's like it's it's the they're not kissing yet, but they got that like kind of close dance is like the next step. And a lot of times there's an almost kiss, which was the case here as well.
1: Yeah, almost. <laughs> they were almost getting some. Yeah, and when I say some, I mean their lips. Right.
0: And her parents like show up out of nowhere, and they were like. supposed to be in some like foreign country like doing aid or something or I don't know what they were I can't remember but anyway they show up surprise and uh yeah so he's like doing all this mysterious stuff with this hybrid pair
1: (laughs) yeah he was so so I was watching this with my nieces and they are so funny they love Hallmark movies more than anything I think
0: yeah
1: um and my the five-year-old niece she was just like so she was so funny i wrote, put this on the twitter but she was like i know what he's got in that shed he's hiding love secrets because he loves her or something <laughs> i can't remember exactly but it was so funny
0: yeah oh and it had a great ending i loved the ending with like the twinkle. you know had the classic twinkle lights like we always say <laughs>
1: you can't you can't <laughs> he gives her the, rose. the
0: <laughs> it's so good it was so good so yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. This was my favorite of the series, uh, but I really had about three that were about the same, but I just love generally so much. I'm just a huge fan. So this was my favorite of Fall Harvest, Harvest Bluff.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Uh, how many crowns would you get it?
1: So I am giving this 4.3 crowns, which is quite high. That's
0: very high, wow. Now I feel like I need to give it because I was more praised <laughs> 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 than you. Uh, I was expecting you to go that high. Uh, because the only reason I was going to give it four was because I liked e Play. I was stupid and gave eplay Play Love four, star- four crowns. And that was stupid because I definitely... I, I should have given it a four point five because it's Yeah, amazing. but back
1: then you were a noob. See, I've always I like I've been rating Hallmark movies for my whole life. And you just started. This so you didn't even know. You were like, this seems good, but you you didn't know. Yeah. So and Dash
0: of Love I think is basically like perfect. I love that movie. I think it's so good. And uh so um I, I guess I'm in, uh i'm gonna give it four i stick with my even not do the middle numbers like you do so i'm gonna give it four crowns i really really liked it though i thought it was a lot of fun so there you go and anything that was sort of cheesy in it just kind of made it more fun to me personally so all right
1: the next one so if you i'm going to recommend that if you love jen lily as much as i do that you should watch Lifetime's The Spirit of Christmas, which came out a couple years ago. It's amazing. And I think it's even on Netflix. So there's no excuse to not watch it.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to have to watch it. What we're going to talk about is All of My Heart in Love. This was the sequel, of course, to the original film. And Brian and Jenny are engaged and preparing for the grand opening of their bed and breakfast. But when a big storm hits Bucks County, all their plans end up sopping wet with funds running low and time running out, Brian agrees to go back to Wall Street to make quick cash, while Jenny scrambles to keep the opening on track. And stars Lisa Spear and Brendan Elliott. And we should mention, and I don't know if people listened to our interview with Ruth Hill last week my interview, uh, that I hope you all did. I really enjoyed talking to her. And she, she was so great. Oh yeah. Goodness. She was so fun. And she and like four other three or four other Twitter Twitterers, bloggers. They made this movie happen like it was their mission. <laughs> they wanted all of my heart too, and uh, I guess for like two years, they like almost every day they posted something about an all of my heart sequel, and <laughs> they had like a whole Twitter account. So this this was quite the uh, the labor of love, I guess, to <laughs> bring <laughs> to fruition. And uh, so I'll kind of tell you my response to this film. So I felt like this was a I felt like this was a cute movie. I enjoyed it. I thought that it it made sense to me because their relationship was really quick in that they go from and I know that's not uncommon in Hallmark movies but still it was a quick relationship. They made a lot of changes very fast and I felt like the beginning you had like a real honeymoon phase even though they were just they just got engaged but still like a honeymoon phase and then like those some of those things kind of crept back in. And I do think that the, there are problems with her character in the movie. I think that she is, isn't proactive enough. She doesn't communicate enough. And she does expect him to do most of the changing. I, I agree with you there. <laughs> just, I'm just preempting here. But uh, I do agree there. But I still thought that uh, if there was enough of a connection and enough of chemistry between them that I by the end, I was, I was engaged. And I felt like
1: they- So were they again. <laughs> yeah
0: like they were they were stronger from having gone through this whole experience and uh and I really liked all the side relationships I thought the whole thing with the critic and Tommy I think his name was was so funny hilarious I uh I liked uh the the older couple storyline that was really fun I I just I just enjoyed it it's not like the greatest thing ever but I liked it (laughs) so there you go that's my my thoughts on all of my heart too
1: all right, and just so you know, um, the more I talk about this, the more grumpy I get. So I'm gonna try to keep it back. I <laughs> wanted to go first. Knows, like we had a fight on our chat for like two days, <laughs> where I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" So, um, so I'm just gonna start off and say, if this were like a f- the first movie, a standalone movie, it would be fine. And that's ultimately what the the, the I feel like the um, my crown reading reflects. Okay, I'm just gonna uh-huh. start out and say that where this is a continuation of a second story it makes me bonkers because so they like do not communicate at all they don't work through their problems together they're just both like whatever so he like goes off to make money for them so they can like fix this barn and he's just working really hard and she's like oh he's not talking to me and she's just telling her friend this she's not like hi I miss you can you please talk to me she's just like my friend he won't talk to me and her friend's like well you can talk to him too and she's like nah I'm not gonna talk to him and she's like I never see him and it's like that's because you're baking at night when he's home and she's like well I'm not gonna stop baking just for him it's fine whatever but my biggest problem with this is like you have Sure, they don't communicate, whatever. And sure, he's the person who makes the sacrifice and gives up what he loves again. Because we can clearly see from this movie, we didn't see it in the the first one, that he, like, loves being on Wall Street. Like, he loves it. He was there and he was like, this is the best. I'm so good at it. I love it. We literally have him say, like, when kids were little, other kids were wanting to be firemen. And I was like, pew, pew, pit and bull and blah, blah, blah. And, like, he loves being a stockbroker. Anyway, so then he gives it up for her again. And the biggest yeah. thing that I have a problem with this is that, like, the only difference between this movie and the last movie is that they meet each other in the first movie. I mean, it, if you just go from, like, 20% of the way through the first movie and this one, it, like, beat for beat is the exact same movie. Like, oh, they work and try to fix up the house and there's problems, but they, like, have so much fun together, and then... He's like, oh, I'm going back to Wall Street to work. And she's like, oh, we don't talk. We never communicate. And it's so sad. And then he's like, oh, she's going to leave me. So I better just move back to the barn. And she's like, perfect. That's what I wanted. It made me so mad. Okay. And I was so mad when she was like, well, he's not paying enough attention to me. So instead of working on it and fighting for him, here's your ring back, bro. See ya. Made me so mad. Um, also, <laughs> the the blogger who's reviewing I thought that was funny. I, I yeah, I think no. you're, you're being the blogger too hard of who's that reviewing one. the inn. Oh, I am so mad at her. Like, it doesn't matter if you find a boyfriend. It was still a terrible inn. Like, sorry, you're like, oh, it's got so much heart. No, it doesn't have electricity. There's no power. The water didn't work. It was like full of mold, probably because they were always leaking. I was so mad. And then she was just like, a thousand stars because I found a handsome boyfriend. Like, I agree. Finding a handsome boyfriend's great. But where'd you
0: was really good. Lady. <laughs> when she got one of those scones, I loved, I thought that was really funny. She, she, uh, she gets a scone and she's like, what? <laughs> I okay. thought she was the hood. I enjoyed her.
1: Okay. Uh, let's, let's just psh, real talk. <laughs> let's say you're staying at a hotel Again, and I'm not looking for realism in
0: my Hallmark no, movies. N-
1: no. This, they took it too far. They took it too <laughs> far. <laughs> She's not going to be like, it's perfect in every way. A thousand stars. I'm the most <laughs> critical reviewer in all time just because she has a boyfriend. We're talking about have a have series any- that like, will we, we'll, we'll have... like.
0: Multiple events at the North Pole with like Santa, like making people switch places and all kinds of like this is too far. And it's blogger ready
1: a nice review that's like over the edge for you? it is, it's over the edge for me because I mean, unless you're trying to tell me this is an alternate universe wherein <laughs> bloggers don't have to have good opinions, then fine. If you're saying that's the universe we live in, fine. But I would like read her blog and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go there." I go there and I'm like, "Uh, this place is garbage." And there's all the single men are gone. So, uh, what I get out of this? Nothing.
0: I thought it was funny. I saw this one differently. But I, I like I said, I admitted that there were some problems, particularly with her character. But that's they... only after
1: I beat you into submission.
0: <laughs> I was really surprised that you didn't like it. I thought it was charming. Uh, so there you go. What are you going to do? All right. Well, so how many crowns are you going to get?
1: You're going to be shocked. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Three. What? Get out of town. It's three. But that's because all of these feelings were the more and more I thought about it. While I was just watching it, I enjoyed it, like, for the most part. It wasn't like outstanding and I probably won't ever watch it again, but I didn't want to like fast forward. I didn't want to skip parts, (laughs) which is really what the crown rating is, like how I feel watching it. When I was thinking about it, I just kept getting hot under their collar. And that's because it could have been so much more. It really could have. Yeah, it could have been
0: better. He said, "This is where it's insanity because I was gonna give three crowns too." <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the greatest thing ever, but uh, I, I didn't hate it. Like I felt like uh, uh, I didn't have those strong criticisms like like using that. So that's funny. Yeah, I'd give it three crowns too.
1: See, we agree ultimately. <laughs> it's just we agree in different ways. Yeah, there you go.
0: That's true. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's why we get along, right? And okay.
1: I was going to say, if you like this movie, just watch yes. the first one. Agreed. Okay.
0: All right. And there's a million other uh, Brendan Elliott and Lacey Sparrow movies that you could uh, Yeah, you could they're each watch. in like,
1: what, 12, 9, something?
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: All right. Oh, so also, also if you're into Brennan Elliott and Lacey Chabert, watch Lacey Chabert in the Sweetest Christmas on no- November. Oh, yeah. And Brennan Elliott in Christmas encore on December 9th.
0: Very good. All right. Easy as yeah. that. Those look really fun. I, well, the, especially the Brennan Elliott one, I'm, I'm excited for Christmas encores. Okay. So love struck cafe is our next one that we're going to talk about. Megan Quinn, an aspiring architect, faces multiple tasks, developing her hometown, Lake, into a commercialized entertainment center, forcing Mrs. Frances Figgins, her childhood mentor, out of her family's home and helping out at her family cafe after her father breaks his leg, all while also dealing with the return of her childhood sweetheart, Joe, who broke her heart, stars Sarah Jane Morris and Andrew Walker. And so this one is also very classic. Uh, It hits all sort of normal beats. We've seen a lot of times, a lot of times with Andrew Walker in the movie, I can think of, whatever, that were very similar. And, uh, so it, it, it didn't reinvent the wheel, but I found it very pleasant and I enjoyed watching it. And I really liked Sarah Jane It's her first Hallmark movie. So it was very exciting for her. Yes.
1: Um, I welcome Sarah Jane Morrison. Please come back for more. Yes. She was a delight. Yeah. And she was really fun. Oh, I'd love to see her in one with, um, like Paul Green. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't know that they would have amazing chemistry, but I Feel like they would have amazing chemistry.
0: Yeah, I get to. I feel like Paul Green has chemistry with everybody. He, he's very, very charismatic. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see her with somebody like that. Uh, with, I would just love to see her again. I thought she was great. She was very, uh, uh, very natural and had great screen presence. I think for this, and she was really fun on Twitter. <laughs> and I had to laugh because I was a. Uh, uh, she. Mentioned, oh, it's her first, uh, first Hallmark movie, and I, I said, oh, you mean a couple more, and you'll be a Hall star, and she was like, oh, I'm still learning
1: the terminology. We're <laughs> like, uh, that's just us. We're just that's <laughs> yeah. just we're we're the we're the that's just us. It was so funny. But I'm like, can feel free to use it. Yeah, it's like
0: no, it's just that's just us. Anyway, it was funny, and uh so yeah, and then Andrew Walker has been in a million of these. Yeah, he
1: has this is a surprising fact. Andrew Walker has been in the same number of Hallmark movies as Lacey Chabert and Brennan Elliott (laughs) blew my mind.
0: And he is very charming. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So he's he's great. He's very charming. He's very likable. He does feel like the hometown hometown guy. Uh, And he, he was very similar in the um, appetite for love. Very similar kind of story with, the, the um, businesswoman coming back to the hometown, she's gonna change the, change the restaurant. He's, he happens to be the cook at that time. But uh, both of those are very similar. But uh, I thought they had pretty good chemistry. What did you think about their
1: chemistry? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Andrew Walker and Sarah Jane Morris, I was just completely obsessed with Francis Figgins. <laughs> Um, She was everything in the world to me. I was obsessed with the little girl who was Andrew Walker's character's daughter, Lily. And I was obsessed with her boyfriend, the jerk boyfriend. Oh my gosh. I loved him. So it was like, even though they were doing great, I was like, every time someone else was on screen, I was like, but I love that person. Oh my gosh. This is really one that I need to watch like three or four times before I can like really focus because... Her boyfriend, like the minute he came on, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a really good one with supporting characters."
0: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't as big a fan of, of of Figgins, Mrs. Figgins, as you were, but I did like the other cast. I thought her dad was good. I Gary liked... Chalk,
1: let's talk about him real quick. Gary mm-hmm. Ch- Gary Chalk. He this was according to Sarah Jane Morrison, his 60th Hallmark movie. Yeah. So
0: crazy. crazy. He's
1: he's the real Hall star. Izzy yeah. chabert can just deal with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes and yeah it was just really it, it had all the beats that you want it didn't it didn't reinvent the wheel I mean it is so ridiculous they're planning on building this monstrosity on this lake like you think that they to get like business they would want. Like, and she's the architect why did not she just design it differently
1: uh, <laughs> yeah it was I'm gonna be completely honest The plot was a little bit not there for me, but everything else was. So what are you going to do? Right.
0: All right. So how many crowns did you give this one?
1: I gave this 3.9 crowns. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're so generous tonight. What can I say? (laughs) So I, for me, like, I would say like for me, three for me is like an average movie. It's like, and then below average would be low that. Um, So I I think this is above average. So I would give 3.5.
1: See? That's basically the same thing. Yeah.
0: So. (laughs) You're just very, very generous tonight. So that's very good. Okay. And so so,
1: um, Andrew Walker and Sarah Jane are not going to be in any Christmas movies on the Hallmark channel this year. Which rest in peace, Andrew Walker, Hallmark Christmas movies. However... (laughs) small comfort andrew walker is also going to be in a lifetime christmas movie and i can't remember 100 what it's called i i I have it just written down as snowed in but i thought something else was i
0: think that's it snowed in um and
1: anyway and so that's going to be on lifetime on december 16th and if they don't want me plugging lifetime on my channel they should probably put people i love in their movies
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we, we, I should say very quickly that our preview show was based on like, I, I tried my best to get three different, there were three different schedules that Hallmark has put out. And then when they did the preview show, after we did our preview show, there were a lot of changes on there. There were two, two or three that they had never announced on any of these schedules. And so changed names, changed different things. So, but hopefully you all still enjoyed it. But uh, but yeah, they're very disorganized as far as these schedules, which is very surprising. Like I would have thought that they'd have that like nailed down at the beginning of the year, to be honest, and uh, have it all planned out. So uh, it's surprising to me that they have all of these last-minute changes. Left, uh, that uh, but oh well. So uh, did you have a alternate? I guess watch the the um, Andrew Walker movie.
1: But that's just that's just a Christmas plug Free um. If you were gonna watch another movie, I think we had discussed and we said either the perfect cash, catch or yeah. date with love. Is that what we said? Appetite for Appetite love. I for think love. would be
0: a good one. It's very similar.
1: Yeah. So you know, Andrew Walker is the the man in those. So yeah. you can't go wrong with an Andrew Walker film.
0: Yes. So so, so let's talk about. The Harvest Wedding, which in a lot of ways is very similar to Love Star Cafe. Sarah Bloom, an up-and-coming wedding planner in New York, is hired to plan the most anticipated wedding of the season. However, she learns the bride is from Sarah's hometown of Williamston, Massachusetts, and wants her wedding on the family farm, which is now being run by the bride's older brother, who is also Sarah's first love.
1: Which apparently has changed since that was written, because it's the bride's brother, I mean the groom's brother.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so stars Jill Wagner, Victor Webster, Andrea Brooks. Uh, and, uh, so it had a, a pretty good cast for a, a Hallmark, what, a Hallmark movie and uh, two deaf, I would say two hall stars. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, three, uh, if you're to think Marcus Ra- Ralston, I think his name was in there as well. And he's been in a bunch.
1: And Andrea and, Brooks.
0: And Brooks. Jill yeah. Wagner's
1: technically kind of a hall star. This is her yeah. third movie. Yeah. You know, she's newer. It's, you know, whatever. (laughs) All-star cast. All-star
0: cast. Yes. All-star cast. Mm -hmm. And so basically, like, this movie is something we've seen a lot with sort of wedding planners that, uh, or they're like, you know, sometimes it's the maid of honor that's planning the wedding or the, just somebody that's like planning a wedding or associated with a wedding or whatever that ends up falling in love with somebody associated with the wedding. We've seen that a lot. Uh, and of course the small town the girl going back to the small town with the boyfriend so there were a lot of uh hallmark tropes I guess you could say in this one but I think it actually worked really well it was very well executed because I don't mind if there's tropes formulas in a movie I wouldn't watch these movies if I if I cared about that but uh, I, I I if it's executed well then I'm on board. I enjoy it. And so I think that's the case here. I really liked Jill Wagner as the lead. I thought she was really good. I really liked Victor Webster. I thought they had good chemistry. I liked uh, Andrea Brooks as the, as the bride. Sometimes like uh, there was one, the perfect bride this last uh, June that was really good except for the, the bride in that s- similar scenario was horrible. I hated her. And uh, in this case, she was a delight. So that made it that made it nicer <laughs> to me. And uh, so, yeah, they're planning this quick wedding. And there's all these problems with trying to get the harvest in on the farm and trying to plan the wedding at the same time. Because he's going into the military. And so that's why they need to plan the wedding so fast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. What did you think of it?
1: Um, so going into this season – Having read the reviews, I was like, ugh. If we had been rating this on Christmas standards, I'd have been like, this is a dusty sock. Like, I was just, like, not excited. I was Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) Badass. And then we watch it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I love this movie. Oh, it was so good. And I think part of what elevated it for me, this is my favorite one, Uh um, was so many of the lines were so funny. Uh-huh. They, they, there was really a lot of really good comedic timing. Victor Webster's character was so funny; he just yeah, did he was good, hilarious yeah, things the whole time, and I was, I was in. And um of course, it ends with an epilogue, <laughs> and there is nothing, nothing on the earth that I love more than an epilogue. Which is probably why I was so mad about the All of My Heart sequel because it's like it should have been like an epilogue, but really it was just like a a slog. Um, Anyway, but I loved it. I loved the supporting characters. I loved just basically the, how they executed the plot. And I love Jeremy Gilbot, or however you say his name, the guy who was the reporter, because there was a reporter in it who yeah. was going to be doing a, a story on the wedding. And I love him. And he has never been the good guy or the guy who gets the girl. He's yeah. in the Harvest Autumn in the Vineyard. Movie, but he's the brother, and he doesn't get a story. He's just like there. (laughs) I love
0: him. Well, he's um, Uh, on When Calls the Heart too, right? Well, he's a bad guy. Yeah, bad guy.
1: (laughs) Um, But I, I was rooting for him, and they—I mean, I was not rooting for him in this. Obviously, I was like, well, he doesn't belong with her. But I really liked him, and he—I just want him to have happiness in a Hallmark movie. Is it so much to ask? Anyway, but yeah. I just really, I loved it a ton. So yeah, much. it was very enjoyable. I did too. I, I thought it was good. I,
0: it was sort of funny when she had like, she had like the uh, the wedding superpowers. And she'd like, literally, it was almost like she was praying. Like to the- She
1: was like, and then I'm going to put white roses over here. And I'm going to put white roses right here. And I'm going to put some white roses over here. And I was like, we get it. You love white roses. Which was so funny to me. I was yeah. just like, Okay, so the solution for <laughs> wedding is white roses. Got it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, I thought it was perfectly enjoyable. I, I mean, I guess maybe I, I didn't love it quite as much as you did, but I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, so, for me, I would give this one three
1: point three and a half crowns. Excellent. Uh, I am giving it four and a half crowns.
0: Whoa, four and a half. Wow.
1: I was just thoroughly entertained the whole time. If they hadn't done, like, the weird thing at the end with, like, he solved the world's issues and now he's, like, a miracle maker, that would have (laughs) maybe – it took me a little bit out of it. Yeah, another –
0: Scientific uh, farmer. uh, Yeah, I was like, somebody
1: hook him up with Ryan Phoebe's character from Harvest Love and they Mm -hmm. can solve the world.
0: Next one that we have is the good witch, uh, Spellbound. A long forgotten prophecy is unearthed in the basement of City Hall. And when the things that were predicted to happen actually start to come true. the people of Middleton begin to fear that this might be the year of a horrible curse that could change their lives forever. And as Halloween night approaches, Cassie comes to realize that she and Sam might be the key to ending the curse and saving their town. Stars Catherine Bell, Bailey Madison, and James Denton. And I actually, I've, I really enjoy the Good Witch uh, movies, but I haven't watched one since the, sh- I've never watched the show and I haven't watched one since uh, with James Denton. <laughs> so I'm kind of out of the loop with the Good Witch movies uh, or series, Good Witch franchise, I guess you could say. I'm sort of out of the loop uh, of it. But I was able, this was pretty standalone. And this, feel you know, it was just, this was a, a, a ex- well-executed Good Witch movie. If you like the Good Witch movies, then you
1: like this. Yeah, this was actually my first ever The Good Witch film, um, which is oh, okay. shocking. Um, <laughs> I just was like, I don't know, and then I was like, behind, and I'm not the sort of person who jumps into the middle of a show, but I had to for this. So, but I <laughs> loved it. The mayor, Abby, whatever her name is, yeah. Abby the mayor, is the funniest person. Um, I would watch a show that's just her being funny. So I was about, I was really proud of her. And, you know, it was like a little bit over the top and campy and dramatic, which is probably how it always is. And I was there for it. they, They didn't cross the line. Like Henry Gowan from When Calls the Heart would probably be like fit right in in this town because he's just like slightly over the top, but like not too far perfect Mm -hmm. and um I love Bailey Madison like everything Bailey Madison has ever been in I have loved her and she is so great and I was just really pleased that she was in it and I'm like she's grown up so much.
0: Yeah she's very cute. I also I, I like said I really enjoyed it it's a it's a Good Witch movie uh it was my like remember, first time seeing James Denton and he's just super charismatic and great mm-hmm. he is definitely probably an upgrade from the other guy poor guy uh that was in the first like five <laughs> and so yeah it kind of has a little bit of a Gilmore Girls kind of feel to it I think it got the very similar to Stars Hollow kind of feel to Middleton and uh you know the town and all the eccentric characters and sort of them battling it out over this de- decoration contest and it was fun and and uh yeah it's just the kind of thing like either this series is for you or it's not either you know you like it or you think it's charming or you know it, it it's it's just one of those things uh, but i enjoyed it very much and uh i i liked the the little moment of heart that you got with uh the with Sam trying to scare his dad and uh, um, them being the one thing that he truly would was scared of. I thought that was it was very predictable but I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, with him getting lost. It was so, cute. Cool. Yeah, it was good. And yeah, the the only part that was a little bit like the 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 creepy the creepy guy who was always just kind of looking around like uh, I guess it was I can't remember was he a reporter or what? But
1: yeah. He was a little bit, like
0: what is this guy? Um, I don't know if that quite worked, but I guess it was supposed to be creepy and it, it was creepy, but I don't know if it quite in the way they intended, <laughs> but yeah. So I would give this movie, uh, I give it three and a half crowns.
1: It Excellent. Was, was I'm giving it 3.6 crowns. Mm. Very close. <laughs> Very close indeed. Yeah. So, all right. So, how
0: would you rank these movies? It's interesting because we probably won't be that far off, actually, in our rankings, even though we had some different opinions. Lobster Cafe and Harvest Wedding are basically kind of tied for me. I like them about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, man, now I'm gonna give Harvest Love number one. Then I'll give Harvest Wedding number two, and then I'll give Lobster Cafe. And then The Good Witch, Spellbound, and then uh, All of My Heart, a, In Love, and then Falling for Vermont is my final one.
1: Yeah, mine's pretty much the same except for Harvest Love and Harvest Wedding are switched. So it goes Harvest Wedding, Harvest Love, Love Struck Cafe, The Good Witch, Spellbound, uh, All of My Heart, In Love, and Falling for Vermont.
0: Yeah, so, so
1: Oh. I mean, in a- Oh like, yeah, we we end up agreeing even if we we go dif- vastly different routes to get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had a lot of fun live tweeting these, you know, ones I got to live tweet. Uh, uh the I enjoyed watching. I had a, a lot of fun watching all of them participating in the community. Uh and um so it was a it was, it was a good second set for us to to do for this podcast. And so, yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be exciting um I'm just gearing up for the big bear that is going to be Christmas.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We had our first uh, film this weekend and we'll, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, five films next, next Tuesday uh, we'll have uh, with um, the first one here was Marry Me at Christmas. And uh, yeah, we're already in the Christmas spirit. So this is good.
1: Excellent. Yeah. So So. you guys just, Check in with us every Wednesday, and we'll recap what's happened over the week.
0: Yes. So
1: where uh, where can people reach you? So people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Yeah, and you
0: can uh, find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media and at. Rachel's Reviews is my other YouTube channel. Uh, you want to subscribe to, to our YouTube channel and to our iTunes here at Hallmarkies Podcast and uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We have daily posts on both and our Facebook page. We'll have all of that down below. Uh, links to all of that in the description section. So let us know what you thought of these films will
1: be your ranking. And uh, thanks so much. All right, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.